0: Welcome to the show oh, yeah welcome to a mostly AV beginning episode one of our long long journey watch we'll have three shows the introduction <laughs> right. we'll start off with Michelle Lorette yeah this is a segment we call who the hell do we think we are where we introduce ourselves That's right, so...
1: I figure anybody, if I've done a podcast before, of course I did it with podcast professionals, right?
0: I know, So you're stuck with us lowly, saps. It's okay.
1: Uh, You know, I think they instilled enough confidence. I did get past the beta, 1.0 stage, so... uh, So, yeah, so hi, everyone. My name is Michelle Lorette. I reside here in Houston, Texas. I was a manufacturer rep. I'm still a manufacturer rep. Been in the business sub 10 years, so obviously I'm clueless. I have no idea what I'm talking about uh forgot to mention all opinions are strictly our own and not reflective
2: that is correct we have uh, to do the disclaimers uh, like always. this show will have a lot of satire
1: yes absolutely
2: all opinions expressed on the show will be strictly of the person who speaks it
1: yeah and they might not even be real opinions they That's could just true. be being sarcastic so as true, needs too. To take that that is true, true. we
0: have a tendency to talk out of our av butts sometimes <laughs> That does happen, and uh, our employers do not have a sense of humor that we are aware of <laughs> we're so still we don't searching for that believe this is, has anything to do with those guys so
1: but now that I'm working for myself, I think I have a pretty decent sense of humor maybe a little dark <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well to be honest, you almost did fire yourself twice last week so.
1: <laughs> I know I was I was not meeting my expectations. <laughs> So I don't know about you guys. Well, actually, I do know about you guys because I've had the pleasure of working with y'all for uh, almost seven years. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I came in from the structured cabling side. I'd uh, gotten laid off from Molex back in the day, back in 2009. And I got recruited by an AV integrator. They had an in-house recruiter. He fed me a bunch of lies, but I was still very interested in the industry. I kind of wanted to learn. I already knew time and materials from the cabling business, but I didn't understand the engineering, the programming, the commissioning, and all the other dark arts. So, uh, so he lured me in, I spent a year in integration, and then I realized how hard integration is, even with very, very talented people. And I said, I think I'll go back into manufacturing. <laughs> There's less skin in the game, and I don't have to rage out on people on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we can relate to that side of it absolutely.
1: And you're, and what about you, David Williams? What are you, who are you,
0: man? So I'm David Williams. I am a consultant with a a, a firm I sh- that shall rename nameless at this point. <laughs>
1: We're renaming it nameless. Uh, just,
0: just you know, no reason. But uh, I started out um, actually as a musician and a dead studio stuff. Um, was intrigued with the recording process. Loved that more, I think, than playing live. So really quickly kind of got around to doing only studio things and then um... I worked at a music store and um... got really into the design design of like sound systems and things and so uh-huh. churches and whatnot would come back and start seeing me just for that and then um... one day i got a call from jerry over here who's up next and he said hey you should come work over here with us um, with us over at this integrators office and they're predominantly design build so it was um something that i really took to and um, that's how i was tricked into av just kidding <laughs> but um yeah I, i've been doing it ever since and that's been over 20 years that's hard to say wow it's been a long Ooh. time i was Actually, a young pup 25 years yeah see i wasn't i wasn't gonna get that specific
1: <laughs> bad well, you are old. Over 20 years. well you are old so. man no, no, we are, you're now, older now, than are me.
0: now so right. go ahead that that's my really long my story condensed and uh you know over time we'll We'll give you guys we'll peeks it, into yeah. our ridiculous um, backstories that probably mirror a lot of your own. We all kind of got tricked into, what the hell, I'm in AV now. What <laughs> <Exactly>. happened? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, my, my, my trip, uh, my name's Jerry Gagos. Uh, I'm with another na- nameless integrator. And um, I actually started off with uh, putting in car stereos, which led to home stereo a lot of people style. come in from stark mm-hmm.
1: the star, uh, the car. Do people still come in from car stereos? My
2: boss, yeah, came from the car stereo. Uh, yeah, I think people in my age too. There's a lot that had,
1: came from that direction. But what about this next generation? Not well, so much. Not right? so much.
2: Yeah. They, they, very little. In, there's a lot in, more in common, but also very little in common. Whereas mm. uh, you don't really find stores that would have a stereo shop. Yeah, like a car stereo shop that had a pathway yeah. into it. Uh, back when I got into it, I, I worked at a company called. Um, home entertainment which is a very high-end music store and i did the car stereos there which then led to some residential work which uh shortly after that i I, actually i ended up being becoming the sound guy for a touring uh uh tejano band oh nice and one day we walked into the, the same company where both david and i worked at back in the early 90s and i was purchasing a sound system for for uh the band and literally the sound the the sales manager at the time said, Hey, you kind of know what you're talking about. Do you want a job? Nice. And I was like, When do I start? He's like, Show up Monday. You got, it's you always the sales manager.
0: That's still how we all get hired. Hey, you kind of know what you're talking about. <laughs> you're,
1: yeah, you're somewhat with you a should clue. absolutely
0: work here. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a low <laughs> barrier area. for entry. <laughs> uh, and what do you see now, like, of younger people getting into our industry? I mean, where are they coming from? Are they, some are coming out of school. Some people, you've right. studied at it's the school, It's changed David. a lot. You know, but, back yeah. when we
0: all did it, it was, um, there was no course, you know, for this. There was no career path per se.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you wouldn't, you didn't say, I want to go to school for this. It was, you went to school for something kind of related and mm-hmm. then you fell into it. Nowadays, you know, for, for our firm, we see a lot of people that come on board, like right out of like, um, engineering and, um you know, computer science. Kind on the of consulting
1: side, that's what you see?
0: And we get the young guys that have just graduated and kind of like, hey, you should consider this as a career path. And they come on board and, and we see a lot of people just stay with us
1: for years after that. But, well, yeah, I, I will say there's something to be need, home growing. Though. If you home grow someone, then they can't right. go, Well yes. when we worked here, we did it like this because nobody really wants to hear that, even yeah, if it's right. a good idea. That's <laughs> right. Well,
2: that's yeah, the, unfortunately, what that's true too. <laughs> yeah, on the integrator side for as far as installers and that kind of stuff, I see people coming over from the wired, you know, from the wiring, from networking yep. and, and yeah. telephone markets where they're like, This is boring, you know, all we ever do is cap five. All right. we do is cap five. Yep. Little little did they know they're they they're know. about to just in Cat 5 (laughs) still but but yeah they come from that world where it's like uh it's like wow you have more than just you know a pbx a, a server a rack you know it's like all of a sudden you got displays tvs cameras microphones and all kinds of stuff so it looks interesting for them i believe I, well
1: b- active equipment is interesting right i think that's kind of where the rubber meets the road right right, right.
2: and, and the think- end game is totally
0: different too you know correct people man. get internet at home they're just they're, it's like vanilla they don't care like so yeah you're the guy that again make sure i had internet at my desk ooh yeah yeah but you show them this room where you walk in and you know, screens come down or or not, no. depending on what it is. And right. there's you know touch panels and you know user interfaces that they had some kind of input in
2: sometimes. And right, that's way more exciting. Right, things move, lights come on and off, screens. It's go up all and about blinking lights. It's all it about blinking lights. One day,
0: they have to observe the sausage being made and realize, okay, making that stuff happen
1: sucks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What have I done? But it's too late. Once you catch the bug, you're just
1: gonna keep doing it. Right. Well, since both of y'all are in a design capacity, have you noticed that people are gravitating not in the, the big showcase rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Your boardroom's always going to have all the bells and whistles, right? Your right. executive briefing center, right? Those are fun. Um, but just in your regular bread and butter rooms, have you noticed a trend towards simplification? Absolutely. Like, oh, they feel like we've totally overcomplicated. Is that driven by the end user, or that's driven by the IT department that had so much pain with our overly it's complicated exactly, yes. designs? of those yes and yes So, yeah. oh,
2: well uh, necessity and the availability of certain product, product mm-hmm. types because 10 years ago if you want to do a conference your only choice is you're going to have to have a ten thousand fifteen thousand dollar codec in the room sure
1: i had Longer. people paying sixty thousand dollars for a cisco codec the big boys yeah the, yeah yeah exactly yeah. well was, that was but, even seven years ago what am i about, talking about right, yeah so, but by
2: today's standards a lot of the stuff that i spec in are bring your own device rooms. Where now, with a subscription service like you know Zoom or BlueJeans, that kind of stuff, uh-huh. you bring in your laptop, you plug in a USB three thing, and the room has the camera, has the audio stuff. And now you did a, a room for under twenty thousand, actually probably around fifteen thousand dollars. That has pretty much the same capabilities as the seventy thousand dollar room.
1: Used to. Used to. Yeah. yeah. Huge you know, paradigm shift.
2: It, it's it is huge, and and I'm, that's not necessarily driven by the customers, but more by the technology and okay. integrators being brave enough to actually push that and, and enlighten the customers. Hey, you know what? You know you you can't do these three rooms for seventy five grand a piece, but how about how about we do your entire floor for one hundred and fifty, which includes you know, like six huddles and mm-hmm. three you know three small right. conference rooms, but utilizing a different technology.
1: Are you creating, do you, have you worked on any global standards type things where you were helping them develop the global standards? Have you had that opportunity yet?
2: Uh, not specifically. Some of, it stu- some, some of the stuff that... Uh, De
1: facto becomes the that standard. becomes
2: that. Because that is where it's going. Mm-hmm. It's, and yeah. anybody that claims it's not is in complete denial. Sure. You know, the codec is dead. There's really... Right now with the Zoom Room technology, literally their, their codec is like, here, buy this HP little micro yeah. PC and then exactly. get USB, you know, stuff to integrate the camera, integrate the audio. Um, pretty much every DSP worth at salt has a USB output now mm-hmm. to integrate directly to an in-room PC.
1: Um, and do y'all like USB connectivity? I know, because I know people in Pro-AV have very, you know, strong uh, opinions about HDMI, right? Which is where we saw things go on the display side <laughs> right. for a long time. Yeah. 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 Even if it had locking capabilities that weren't part of the standard. Right. But USB is yeah. fine. It's fine,
0: but that that's still going to be an issue how, you know, I think for the end-user connection, that's fine because people, you know, they're going to disconnect and leave anyway. But right. I just don't want to see a bunch of equipment that, that ends up being the…
1: Daisy-chained the, USB. That ends up being
0: the only way to connect devices, interconnect in the yeah. rack and things. I, I don't think that's good. You know, anytime something can very really easily come disconnected, it's not good.
1: So what types of connectivity would you would, do you want to see in a purpose-built piece of hardware?
0: Well, you know, unfortunately, I think we're stuck with with HDMI for a long time. But you know, they, in they, addition to that, what else? You know,
1: I, I know it depends on the application. It depends. Doing, yeah, is the answer. <laughs> well, because you know, some broadcast yeah. still uses some old school technology, but it's rock solid. Right. SDI right. like right. yeah. stuff
2: is the way. Yeah, I mean, no. that's, but I, that's never made it over to the consumer market. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's basically because SDI doesn't because really, it can bypass uh, HDCP. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the big you know the. 10,000-pound elephant in the room, Mm -hmm. and the whole reason why HDMI took. HDMI is basically the VHS of the formats, of the connection formats. Ah,
1: I like that Compared to beta.
2: It's like, there's a better way to do it, Sure. but Sony and Philips and Paramount Pictures, they drove that HDMI because it is a very controllable with HDCP.
1: Interesting. See, when I first learned about HDCP, it was 2011, and I kind of thought people were feeding me a loadable. Because they just were like, oh, but if it's HDCP HTC- compliant, then it'll handshake. And I'm like, nothing's really shaking hands. Yeah. I mean, I was an AV idiot at the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it still seemed like... I don't know. It was a bunch of malarkey because other people said, oh, well, if you, ours has the keys, like there's some magic oh, castle yeah. yes. and there's keys right. and it works, but yet there's no such thing and they're just making up words, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Pretty much, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know, Pretty much. If, if it sounds good, we're so easily amenable like. in our industry, right? It was like, that
0: company that, like, I used to use them all the time and I'm forgetting what they were called now. Um to get around HDCP problems we would buy these oh, fury, HD, fury. HD fury cards or uh-huh. devices and that—that mm-hmm. that, that had that's what they were doing they were buying discarded HDCP um, licenses basically uh-huh. so if you had a piece of gear at HD, HDCP license and that gear was obsolete now they were uh-huh. all tossed away those
2: those keys were worth something Yeah. so they were buying those keys putting them on their oh, devices nice. so, so it's an HDMI in HDMI out and yeah. the box pretty much shook hands as the HTTP the compliant device. Yeah. So that from that point on, you can distribute it however you want yeah. it to, whatever you want uh-huh. it. believed it was the a hands- Samsung yeah. display or something. Yeah. But right. it was really just... So HDCP then y'all true. all
1: went and created your own TV networks and, and movie streaming <laughs> exactly. and services, which is exactly what Paramount and MGM did not want you to yeah, do. Yeah,
0: we, we promptly allowed for Mac users to actually have their stuff display on the damn projector. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
1: Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Bless their hearts. Right. Those little creative types, they 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 were definitely trailblazers right, right? for the entire Apple platform.
2: <laughs> well, it was, it was it was also necessary say for instance uh DVD in the room. Yeah, DVD players, the dreaded
1: Blu-ray. Direct TV
2: receivers being able to for instance uh prime example, we did uh one of the cruise ship terminals out in the in uh florida yeah and well they they had satellite receivers but we couldn't bring them through an hdmi mixer and stuff like that and then distribute it Mm. because at that time the license the handshaking wasn't smart enough because they would only parse out a certain amount of keys per device so since they couldn't keep track of that they would just blank out so because that's the very first thing when you you know plug in an hdmi signal to something light it up it blanks because line one of the code is to turn thing off like shake hands death. once it's verified then turn back on uh, so a lot of stuff would blank out you know mm-hmm. and um but with the hd fury it was like oh don't need it okay cool let's go <laughs> you know so you could real. it just made life easier uh i, I, I used to have, get into a lot of fights at info telling people like why don't you guys yeah. do the hd fury thing it's like we can't because the forces that push hdcp on the market are so vast, and commercial AV is such a small portion of the market. Uh that's true. But, and and I was tell them, it's like it's like it's like you're it's like you're forcing Formula Formula One race cars to have airbags and, and donut and, tires and exactly <laughs> and, and you're you're pushing like standard consumer safety standards on a Formula One race car that who that has more stringent safety, but they're very different.
1: But has anyone ever enforced HDCP? in in pro av no but i'm saying has anybody have there been lawsuits well an
0: example of that was is hd hd fury there was a time when i was with integrator a Mm -hmm. and um that was a part of my everyday design if if there were certain things that were triggers for me if i saw a blu-ray that was in a system or um i was looking through the client specifications and they were mac based there's certain things like that i would throw that in every time and then one day i threw it in went to go find the current part number, and their site was down, and I started looking into it, and I'm like, well, we can't get them. They were illegal for probably... They got shut down. About four months or so, Uh where they were having to prove that, yes, we're bypassing HDCP, but we're doing it in a legal fashion. There's actual keys attached to this device, Uh and they're legit. But they had to go prove that, so there was this... Four month window where I'll apologize to any client I had in that time frame where you were just screwed.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Client. No, We 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 redesigned the system. They're all happy now. (laughs) They're all return customers, (laughs) we think. We have no idea.
0: (laughs) They're all great friends of mine now. They all laugh,
1: (laughs) get together on holidays. Well, so now both of y'all are audio guys. Jerry, tell us yeah. about your audio background.
2: Well, um, I mean,
1: outside of Carsteria. That, Car- that's actually, not the you, pinnacle.
2: You the yeah. thing. I was always a sound guy. Um, I basically became a sound guy with my friend's bands because I sucked as a guitar player. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so I sorry. became a sound guy. But it turns out that, that was something I was actually good at. Uh-huh. So from you know, being a sound guy to my friend's bands in the 80s, then I eventually got to the point where I was doing it kind of like semi professionally and that's what led to my job in commercial AV. Uh I also started I also always always had a r- little recording studio from that point on and that grew on its own and kind of had its own life. I ended up doing a lot of really cool recording projects, um even got Grammy nominations and stuff, so you know
1: so, is there hope for every young man who's not athletic that becomes the statistician for the team that he can still enjoy sports for the rest of his life and absolutely. be part of it and enjoy a lot right. of success?
2: You, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what I did is I surrounded myself with talented people.
1: Well, and there's a lot of those. Right. Uh, that's what I love mm-hmm. about this industry. There's that's always why he likes me so much. Right. That, actually, that's very <laughs> so true. I'll, I'll give you that. cell phone back. <laughs>
2: I'll give you the the, the, the background story. It actually, turns out to be um, David's cousin was the girlfriend of one of my best friends uh-huh. when we were teenagers. And way since back. I had I had my little studio in, in my apartment and stuff, and she's like, "Man, you you ought to meet my cousin Dave. He's a he's like a little musical prodigy guy." And I'm like, "Really?" So we'll bring him out. And then then she did, and we became friends ever since. And this is. Yeah. 80s, 89, something like that. Yeah, nice.
0: that's how we met. Yeah, that was cool, man. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. We would just lock ourselves in there and just record, you know, rubbish, but it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun as so. I still have those tapes
2: somewhere. Yeah.
1: So, if you had to give someone some advice for the for the audio centric um, listeners, of mm-hmm. which there'll be at least two because y'all will both listen <laughs> to this podcast back yeah. to yourselves, uh, what are some of your favorite recordings to use when you're tuning or even just judging a sound system? What, oh. you got any little tricks, tips?
0: How long is this show? No, no, it's really? as long or Man, short as we I want. That's, no, the, that's, the, that's that's the, the glory the, of having
1: your own podcast. That's True.
0: Yeah, love owning the show, guys. God, there's so many. Um, I still, I, even though I don't listen to this guy every day, I still listen to um, Seal, like that first album of his a lot whenever I'm tuning or, or judging a system. Right. That's one of them. Was I mean, that pre or
1: post Heidi Clue? I'm just asking.
0: Pre. Okay
1: that was yeah, a great in album. his
0: life anyway
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, i've had a lot of
2: reference materials over the years Man, there's, yeah there's so From, many uh,
0: steely dan stuff i mean god he you know strangely enough
1: i never
2: really used steely Dan. as my god, reference i, I was have? very very familiar with it but i never used it i used to use uh da-da. Da-da. oh i could see you, you yeah. Know, yeah uh the one with all the other harmonica in the beginning yeah I can uh, see that. Sade. Uh-huh. I love Sade. But the music production is, like, phenomenal.
1: Yeah. So is that what it is? You find something that has amazing musical production, and I so do. you use right, that as I'm a like Right, because that, that
2: becomes a standard. Uh, one thing I found out about myself over the years is that I'm not really as much of a music fan as I am a sound fan. Okay. I listen to sounds, and I listen to the you know the complexity of timbres and things like that. And the mu- Not A lot of my favorite songs, I don't really know all the lyrics to. Like, I couldn't sing along. Because you're not
1: listening to the lyrics. But I don't know how it snare
2: sounds. And I can tell you the intricacies about that snare sound.
1: <laughs> Does it make it hard for you to go to concerts? As a it it uh, make, makes
2: it almost impossible.
1: Because <laughs> you just can't enjoy no, it? I you're started, judging. I
2: spent, most of, I spent most of the concert wanting to go grab a beer bottle, knock out the sound guy, take over, and make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but but I'm a studio guy. You know, That's that's my that's my standard. You know, And, again i've become judgmental against other sound guys so and i'm sure if i took over somebody else would try to knock me out and try to absolutely make sure. yeah. same here you know the live thing it, it there's
0: times where other people seem to be enjoying it and i just i can't even get into it even if it's a f- favorite band of mine i've been to so many shows where rachel will tell you where we just leave i'm like eh, i'm not really enjoying this let's go this is your favorite band yeah but they don't sound good right exactly it doesn't sound good today
1: something's off yeah. well Rachel's mu- your wife Rachel's musically inclined yeah. as well does she judge the same way you do or no she can still go and listen I, I, I mean, would say now I probably, probably <laughs> now probably she does now, el- <laughs> 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 you rubbed off on her in the worst way but,
0: ever. Uh, I, I don't know I, I think part of that was in her too you know I think she's um, she's not as deep into the sound part of it yet but you know I think right. that'll come we haven't you know, we're doing some projects together and I think as we start doing more recording that she'll so catch into the, some of the little stuff that um that you know you you fine-tune on because there are pet peeve reviews I hate when this happens I hate when I hate when I hear a song yeah. and it does that or does this I'm be sure I don't do it and then I'm sure that'll that'll catch on and she'll I'll ruin her further.
1: Well, just remember, if, if you ever need a triangle or a tambourine operator, I'm still here for you. Oh, no, totally, I'm, yeah. I've got that mastered. No, I don't. Yeah. But I'm still... I just, just as an excuse to let me hang out.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely.
1: Yes, Michelle, here's your five-second triangle solo. <laughs> Ding. No. So, what else? Okay, so we've talked a little bit of audio, just giving a people a taste. So what would you consider
0: yourself? Are you, since you're... Are you an audio person, or do you... No, audio is
1: so much more of a science. I mean, I... Because I I know a lot of musically inclined people, right? And some people that are real subject matter experts and they know their stuff. And I love music. I think music is important from more of a sensory perspective, I guess. Uh, But no, I I get video a lot more than I get audio. I don't, you know, video makes sense to me, even though, you know, video without audio sucks. Right? (laughs) Right. You've got to have the audio. The audio is so critical. But I'm not the person that watched a movie and ever really thought about the audio. Um, until probably I first had a realization uh, I think it was maybe Friday the 13th came out, and unfortunately, we were really late to the movie theater. It was sold out. God knows what year that was. I was in high school, so it was the Dark Ages. And we were sat in the very front, and I hate scary movies. And so I noticed that when it started getting scary, they would pump in that music. I know! And I would just, like, cover my ears, and then it would make me less scared. So that's when I got more of an appreciation for the audio on anything. And I realized, if I watch scary stuff without all the music, like, get me all pumped up and worried and, and fearful, I love that, that I could survive. But I
0: love that you brought that up. That's a, that's a good that's a good uh, reference for what we're talking about now too. Is maybe for audio folks. It's 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 just if you're listening to this months later, we're recording this right before Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> so um, it's kind of cool if you think about some of the how important sound can be or is really if you just, so some of your iconic horror movies or a, any kind of movie that if the sound wasn't what it was like one of my favorite horror movies is Halloween, mm-hmm. and I've had the displeasure of having it on mute because I was doing something else and having the background. If you watch that movie with no sound, it's kind of stupid.
1: Yeah, it's not the same. Most movies
0: are. Yeah, Yeah, and um, it's it's amazing how important audio Or
1: even if you take your kids trick-or-treating or your nieces, nephews, godchildren, friends, whatever, um you'll notice that houses that are really tricked out and they've added some type of audio element True. they got the outdoor speakers and it's got spooky music yeah. and stuff the kids are much more excited obviously to approach a house exactly. like that you know because it's setting the stage so. yeah. yeah
0: Jerry and I do some uh, indie film stuff here and there and um, right. it's, it's amazing some of the guys if they can't afford us and we see how it comes out or right. even some of the competitors because we'll enter into our films into these um, contests and the ones that don't realize how important sound is—it's amazing how
2: immediately amateur their uh, their product or their, right. their end result. The, the is experience is drastically different when the audio, the audio's done well. Yeah. Uh, the, the weird thing with audio in a film is that when it's done very well, you don't notice it at that, all. That right. Be, it just it, it, it feels games. natural. It's yep. it's when it's done badly that it, you're like, oh, the audio sounds bad. and, and, well, and of- it's
1: not even just the folly part of the audio, right? Mm-hmm. It's also the the soundtrack. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all the different layers mm-hmm. of audio exactly. that goes into and sound an actual production. All of, production. of that it just really
0: matters. And it's funny because, again, some of the ones that we've seen in these contests, the video will look freaking great. You can tell, like, they used a nice red camera or something. Right. And it looks awesome. You're like, why is it so amateur? Well, two, editing. Right. The sure, whole other. A whole other art form that you're either just really good mm-hmm. at and you get, yeah, or you don't, <laughs> right? Or, but mostly they seem to really uh, underestimate uh, how important the audio is going to be to bringing the whole thing down. Not in a way that the person watching it goes, ah, "Audio is ruined in this film." They're not going to Yeah, they don't. That. They can't
1: put their finger on it. Like, something about
0: this, this seems like really B movie at best. Well, right. because you can cheat.
1: That. You can cheat on the video yep. because we can show a car that looks like it's about to crash but it's not in our budget to actually crash the right. vehicle and then we can have all of the sounds of it crashing as it the camera pans to some other shot of whatever people's expressions or something else and you still think a car crashed right, right, right without right. a car ever crashing so and, and,
2: and the normal person that experiences that movie is, is kind of expecting a visual trick or yeah. you know they're looking at it and the whole audio thing happens subconsciously yeah so you got to be really good at it and be very normal about it i mean you know because if you do real cheesy stuff people will actually if the audio is that bad uh-huh. like if it sounds like the microphone was under the table when they were having a conversation similar right. to this or something like that they're, they're probably more likely like ah, loose interest yeah you know and exactly. they can turn it off you know i could go channels. on a
0: huge tangent on this subject but i won't because <laughs> 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 this is our first show we want to keep people coming back like this guy talked for 30 minutes yeah on why they should have two different versions of the audio, one for in the theater and one for watching it at home, because I don't care that a bullet is eighty times louder than somebody t- whispering. I just want to be able to hear the goddamn dialogue.
2: <laughs> That's
0: right. Yeah. And I have to play, you know, live sound engineer with my remote so I can hear the dialogue and then turn it down so my house doesn't actually blow up when this shit, you know, goes off. Well, <laughs> <No>. well the <laughs> same thing
1: with commercials. Do they yeah. ever pass the laws? Some I know some of the they actual did.
0: It's going to be impossible to enforce. I know because zero dB is. at at what level are they looking at that as a transient or Uh like it needs to be um you know average an average yeah and at at what frequency range because i I can hit zero db and been a base frequency pretty quickly and and you wouldn't perceive that so i don't know it's going to be pretty hard to enforce but it's it's there they've had it in europe for a long time
1: well europeans they care about everything yeah. They, they're, they're they care fans. about
0: privacy, and
1: yeah, they they care about their people. Yeah, Morris.
0: they do. They care about them way more than than we do. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's that just that, jokes. Folks,
2: That's sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't understand, man. I was leaning to the right. I was italicizing my voice as I was speaking. How could you not catch that with sarcasm?
2: Yeah, if you haven't figured it out, this group. Uh, Talks mostly in very sarcasm-drenched
1: sentences. <laughs> we type that way too. We type that way
2: too. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: we're the only ones that understand that.
0: Well, you know. That's so true. we covered the, so, some, of some of the sound, our favorites, you know, mm-hmm. music to listen to. Do you have any more to add to that? There's, there's just so many
2: Sting. Um, Sting, Sublime. Some Depeche Mode stuff. Toto. God, Toto is awesome. Toto, Rosanna. Yeah. That yeah. to me, that's like the sh- put it what on the But she knows Jackson, about Rosanna
1: Arquette. You get the right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the michael jackson stuff was recorded Michael so Jackson well. Thriller. Or something it's on my turntable right now as we speak
1: who was his producer
2: quincy he... jones oh it was
1: quincy jones yeah. yep. he's Chris. so prolific Whoa. oh
2: yeah absolutely he's done unbelievable amounts of stuff J.R. robinson on drums for most of that stuff man it was great right. um but yeah that's a actually a lot of people don't know that a good chunk of toto actually became is the background band for michael jackson's and uh, other people against too. the wall, um, off the wall. Oh, nice! Thriller and uh, Quincy Jones's thing. They were uh, Steve Lukather, the guitar player for Toto. He was kind of like all the long. most of the guitars you hear is him. And there's a couple yeah. other guys, and you know, like on the beat, and you hear Michael um, Eddie, Eddie Van, Halen Van Halen play the solo on that. But he didn't play nice. the whole thing. He only played the solo. Just the solo. Yeah. Where Steve Lukather from Toto actually did the da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, nice! Steve <laughs>
0: Lukather was on so many hits Until, in the '80s yeah. that you wouldn't even realize. Just you know, there's so many solo artists out there, and uh, they inevitably have these great guitar tracks, and it's the same guy for a lot of it. You know, it's yeah. funny how that works.
1: Is he still around? Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not. Yeah. Have y'all either of y'all ever gotten a chance to go to Nam?
2: I have. No. Yeah. Yeah, back in the nineties. Never
1: did go. I got to go once when we were repping Rapco, Horizon Proco. Lots of guys in skinny jeans. Lots of Europeans. <laughs> no, but I don't uh, see that. but you would love it. No, it was amazing. No. Right. And this mm-hmm. was as I don't know, five years ago. So yeah. it's hard to get in. You used to be able to just lie your way in and the now they work. I went about
2: twenty years ago.
1: Oh wow. Yeah,
2: with uh I think it was Clay and oh, Jerry Chambers went with us. Oh how funny.
0: Yeah. Nice. That was
2: pretty Somehow we talked the owner of the company to letting us go up there. And we had a blast. But it was was,
1: meaningful too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I was
0: always one year away. Oh, yeah, it was a year before
2: you started. I was
0: supposed to go, and then I moved on when I was at um, a music store. Um, My friends that were managers there, they went the year before, and they were Uh like, yeah, man, you're coming next year. I'm like, great. And then, of course, I didn't work
1: there next year. (laughs) (laughs) If you weren't such a job hopper, maybe. Uh, no, uh,
0: five seems to be my my magic number. It takes about five years for me to realize that none of your promises and <laughs> dreams are ever gonna come true.
1: <laughs> this is true. Yeah.
2: My start off was five, and then went down to. Two.
1: Yeah, now now you're just on a, a, a what a 24 month roll. Yeah, just yeah we'll like get that. <laughs> <I get> <laughs> I didn't do half bad. I made it six and a half years. So Man, like I'm it's about n- to be six. It's not us, it's you. Please go. This
0: would be my longest one, all in one all in one go. Yeah, yeah. So I'm coming up on six, yeah. yeah. It's crazy.
1: That's good. Does familiarity breed contempt?
0: I could neither confirm, confirm nor deny nor deny that statement. <laughs> but I can mostly confirm. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree on
1: that. So what's yeah. uh so what's the goal? What are we gonna be doing here? Are we get uh, wh- what's We've got us, so we've got yeah. Jerry, David, and Michelle. We've got three people that have known each other two much, three times as long as the other. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be getting together what every couple weeks? Probably every couple
0: weeks. Yeah. 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 I, mean, it, it, I guess it really depends on the guys listening. I mean, I, I think if people really do like it and we get some feedback um, that's positive, you
2: know, I'd like to do more. You know, just to, depends on it depends on you. Absolutely. Let us know how, how you like this. Uh, it's like you the like movies? That. Yeah you know if, if you like it a lot we'll do more yeah it's that
1: simple if you like it a lot please go to itunes give us five stars yeah, rate absolutely. us go to our facebook
0: page actually you know this is new for us so we could use some help um if you know if you have topic ideas or things you're tired of dealing with that you'd like to hear somebody sound off about or just whatever you can think of go to our facebook page that's mostly av is the name and um Give yeah. us some ideas of what you'd like to hear.
2: Yeah. Also, we are set up to, to uh, for a remote guests to come in through you know in, any other you know web-based uh, uh-huh. conferencing so systems uh, to be a guest on board. We also set up to take another yeah you know in-studio guest as well. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because
0: part of the idea we were bouncing around is you know go to our page, give us some ideas for topics. If we like your topic and, and it yeah. seems like it'd, it'd be something we'd like to hear. Maybe your take on too. Since if you have a really passionate plea for something,
1: oh, uh, we'll we'll send
0: you an invite. Maybe you can, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. call in and and be a part of the show.
1: Absolutely. Unless we really like you, then we'll actually invite you over. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. If we're on the fence, you might just... We're, not buying,
0: over we're not buying any airfare, though. You're going <laughs> to yeah. <gonna> have
1: to. <laughs> this is true. Yeah,
2: you're going to have to metro it over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We
1: have, we have, yeah. We, have a, we have. a budget of zero. So <laughs> yeah. as long as it costs nothing. As a matter of fact, right, you'll have in. to bring
2: some good booze just to it get the AV, <laughs> so in the folks. We're not answering unless this. there's booze in your hand. <laughs>
1: Jerry likes rum.
2: That's all I'm going to say. Good Caribbean rum, by the way. We'll yeah. And rum loves him.
1: So do we have a sign-off? Have we crafted a sign-off? We have not crafted a sign-off yet.
0: But um, um, this has been Mostly AV. And that's all. Or how about we're mostly AV and you're not.
2: Wait, no, that's,
1: <laughs> that's taken.
2: Yeah.
1: We're mostly AV and the rest is water. I mean, what, per- what percentage of the body is composed of water? Oh, oh. It's a large percent.
2: So mine's wrong. Mostly AV, I was going to say from Jerry's name. It was mostly AV. No, it'd be mostly ROM. Mostly ROM. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. I guess for now, just thanks for, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hope uh, you'll catch us on next time. And give us good feedback, positive or negative. Yeah. What, Let us what do you want to hear about and what you don't? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't care about that part. But what do you <laughs> do, do want to hear about? Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know um, also if you prefer another format. Like if you like
0: listening to it but you prefer to watch it on YouTube or you prefer to see something or all that, all the information helps. Um, if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't, tell an enemy.
2: <laughs> there you go.
1: All right. Well, thanks right. for joining us. That's a wrap.
2: All right. Goodbye.